Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Hi, I'm Tanya Infinity. And I'm Gertie. Gertie is my best friend. And she's a 186-year-old Galapagos tortoise. We're the oldest living land animal on the planet. Plus, Gertie has a special time-traveling shell. I know, crazy. Together, we go back in time to learn all about history. Who knows where we'll go today? Time-traveling Tanya and her best friend Gertie. All about the past on a tortoise shell that moves so fast. Who knows where we will go today? Could be anywhere or any day. History is right here with us with time traveling Tanya and Gertie. Tanya? Tanya? You ready to go? It's time traveling day. Hi, Gertie. I'd get up to let you in, but I can't. I'm stuck on the couch with a sprained ankle. Oh, no. What happened? Just a little thing called Tanya joins the circus and tries to do tightrope and trapeze tricks. Whoa. Well, at least you did it in an exciting way. Okay, truth? I tripped on a rock on the way home from school. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Now I have to rest with my ankle on these pillows and keep ice on it. I don't know how I'm going to go to school like this. Ugh. Life is so hard for me. Come on, I know it's not ideal, but it could be worse. And your school has ways to help or accommodate your needs, like having someone carry your lunch or letting you prop your leg up in class. I don't know. Maybe I should just stay home. After all, thanks to that rock, now I'm disabled. Actually, some people feel it's more respectful to say someone is a person with a disability. That's because having a disability or illness that makes it difficult to do certain activities is just part of that person. It's not everything about them. But everyone is different, so if you're not sure, just ask. Good point. I'm not my sprained ankle. That's just part of me. Exactly. And your ankle is going to heal in a few days. Some people have limitations to the way they interact in the world that are lifelong. That's it. For today's time-traveling adventure, let's meet a woman who was one of the first people to go to her college in a wheelchair. She helped make it easier for other people with disabilities to go to school. Okay, let's do it. Only, I could use a little extra help from you since I can't walk. Oh, no problem. 
problem. You can sit on my shell the whole time. You can even bring that ice pack with you to keep your ankle from swelling and hurting. All right, let's go. Now come on, gently climb on my shell and buckle up. Ooh, ow, 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 ooh, gentle, gentle. We're going to the year 1965. Ooh, of all the places in the world, I hope we're going somewhere exciting and exotic. We're going to Michigan. Oh, yay, Michigan. Welcome to Michigan State University. In the 60s, college campuses all over the country are exciting places to be. We're in the middle of the civil rights movement. Students everywhere are fighting against unfair treatment of all kinds, including for those with disabilities. Tanya, meet my friend Judy Gentile. Judy, this is Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I get up to shake your hand, but I hurt my ankle, so I can't. <laughs> That's okay. And I get up and shake your hand, but I can't walk. This bump from a distance. Judy was born in 1947. When she was your age, only eight years old, she caught polio. I remember learning about polio. Dr. Salk invented a vaccine that saved millions of kids' lives. That's right. But Judy got polio before the vaccine was available. Still, I was one of the fortunate ones who didn't die from it, but it left me unable to walk. Luckily, I used this motorized wheelchair. Um, I hope this isn't rude, but what is that tube under your nose? Thanks for asking. It's not rude to be curious. It's rude to point and stare. That never feels good. This is my oxygen tube. Motorized wheelchairs were invented in the 1950s to assist veterans of World War II. But they weren't as sophisticated as we have today. So when the battery stopped working properly in one of Judy's wheelchairs, it released bad fumes or poisonous air. The fumes damaged my lungs, so now I need oxygen to help me breathe. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Don't be. My whole life, people have felt sorry for me or thought I wouldn't live. They also thought Judy couldn't be educated or live a normal life. Which just isn't true. This kind of thinking is something a lot of people who have disabilities face. People make assumptions about us based on physical appearance with no desire to get to know the person. Well, I want to get to know you. Needing to use a wheelchair has nothing to do with you learning or being a nice person. Exactly. I have a friend at school who's in a wheelchair. She helps me with my homework, makes me laugh, and even shares her lunch. Now imagine your friend couldn't go to school because people automatically assume she wasn't smart or capable of learning. I don't want to imagine that. It's too sad. I've dealt with enough attitudes to know people who do not know me, who see me in physical terms are most likely to devalue my life. This is called a stereotype or prejudice, an unfair and untrue belief that people have about others based on certain characteristics like their gender, race, or disability. But Judy is proving the doubters wrong. I enrolled here at MSU to study fine arts. I wanted to go to school for journalism, but the buildings with the journalism classrooms are inaccessible for wheelchair users. Inaccessible means very hard or impossible to reach. The doors of the classrooms aren't wide enough for my chair, and there aren't ramps or elevators. So since she can't study in those classrooms, Judy is studying art and graphic design instead. But I still have to enter the building through the back door. You don't get to go to class with your friends? That must feel bad. It can definitely be lonely. 
Judy is starting to realize that a lot of people with disabilities face obstacles. Changing this will become her life's work. As you overcome barriers, you realize you're doing it for more than yourself. You're doing it so others that follow you have it easier. If it were me, I'd roll over mean people's toes with my wheelchair and teach them what it feels like to not be able to walk. <laughs> I guess I could do that, but I'm not sure it'd help. Instead, I'll encourage other friends with disabilities to enroll in school, and I'll create an organization to protest. It isn't fair we aren't able to participate in all the opportunities this great university has. Fine. No rolling over people's toes. I hear you. See that big crowd? Those are protesters. They're letting the school know what they disagree about. It's one of the rights we have in America. They're speaking out against the Vietnam War and for equality for women and disability rights. It's a big part of what the 60s will become known for. That and bright, swirling colors, super short skirts, long hair, and beards. We're in the hippie era, baby. Young people want to be more free than their parents with how they dress and act. It's a far out time. That means cool or strange. Let's join them. Yeah, can you dig it? Um, well, I, I didn't bring a shovel. <laughs> no, can you dig it just means do you understand or agree? I totally dig it. Judy, you grab your wheels, I got my tortoise. Groovy. Dang, that wheelchair of yours is a lot smoother of a ride than this old tortoise. Hey! Not that I'm complaining or anything. We're coming up on a campus protest. One of the reasons the 60s is an exciting time is because it's a time of change. Have you ever heard of Martin Luther King Jr.? Of course. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was an activist who led people to stand up against the bad treatment of black people. He's the guy who had a dream. That's right. He had a dream that all Americans could be free. And earlier the same year he made his famous I Had a Dream speech, he visited Michigan State University. He said, we must learn to live together as brothers. He meant brothers and sisters, and that includes people with disabilities like me. More than 4,000 MSU students heard Martin Luther King Jr. speak. That must have been so inspiring. It was. Some of us waited in line for two hours just to see him. It really made me believe that I can make a difference too. So, that's what I'm going to do now. You see, for thousands of years... Whoa, even older than you, Gertie. Yep, for even longer than I've been alive, people have assumed and feared those who were different. Maybe they couldn't walk or were blind, or maybe they needed help in another way. But rather than our schools and government help us, we've often been mistreated and made fun of. And we have trouble getting jobs because workplaces won't make adjustments to provide us with equal opportunities. Like how you can't take the journalism classes you want because those rooms are inaccessible. We're not asking for anything special. It should be normal. We're all people. Except those of us who are tortoises. People tend to underestimate folks like Judy, even now. For a long time, those with disabilities were often seen as entertainment and we're only able to find work as spectacles like the circus. That's terrible. Sure, it's great if you want to work in the circus like I do as a trapeze and tightrope walker, but that's so mean to have to have a job where you're laughed at. Some people with disabilities were even put in mental hospitals, not because they were injured, but to hide them away. Things started to get a little better for the disabled community in the 40s and 50s, when soldiers were coming back from World War II with injuries. But here in the 1960s, people with disabilities still aren't able to ride city buses or use public restrooms. 
because most stalls aren't big enough or don't have handles for those who need help balancing. Those are pretty small adjustments that could make a huge difference for someone like me. What are you supposed to do? Stay at home and be bored all the time? That's no way to live. We just want to be like everyone else because we are like everyone else. We want to work at jobs that fulfill us, have families, go see shows, eat at restaurants. Travel through time with your 186-year-old Galapagos tortoise best friend, which I wouldn't have been able to do because of my ankle if you hadn't offered to carry me. Hey, you made time traveling accessible to me, Gertie. And I'm going to help make accessibility available to others. What people don't see is that I'm happy and that I really enjoy life and am a believer in a creator that created me in the way I am for his own purposes, which I had to discover. Judy will work for campus-wide accessibility for all students and organize for change. Her work will show other schools that it's possible to include everyone. I may be small, but she's part of a big movement that will change things for the better for millions of people. It's okay, Gertie. There's no need to cry. Judy is going to be just fine. No, that's water dripping on me. Uh-oh, the ice for my ankle is melting. Sorry, Gertie. And sorry, Judy. We should probably get back to now. I need to put my ice back in the freezer. Plus, I need to check around my house to make sure it's accessible to have my friend who's in a wheelchair over. I want to make sure she has equal access to all the same things as me. That's great, Tanya. It's really just about treating others the way you'd want to be treated. Exactly. Anyway, I've got lots to accomplish, so I better jet. Um, and I guess I better tortoise? <laughs> she just means she has to leave. Yeah, I have some marching, or, you know, rolling, and protesting to do. Big changes don't just happen. It takes a lot of hard work. And you've got what it takes to make those changes. All right, Tanya, seatbelt on. Bye, Judy. Bye, Judy. Bye, Tanya. Bye, Gertie. So how's the ankle feeling, Tanya? Great. After resting it for a week, it's finally back to normal. See, look what I can do. Ow, 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 ow. My other ankle. <gasps> oh, no. Guess I'm going to need help getting around again. Good thing you're willing to help make things accessible for me. Of course I am. Though, after this ankle heals, maybe you take things easy for a while. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I know, probably not. Come on, where to? To the kitchen for snacks. Ooh, what's that? Wait, 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 can we stop real quick? I need to get my stuffy. And then after the snack, let's go outside and play baseball. I'll hit the ball and you can do the running for us. Oh, hey, ooh, let's stop over there. Actually, no, let's go all the way back. Ooh, how about that? There? Oh, good. There are over 400 million Americans with disabilities who are able to lead independent and happy lives. And a big part of it is because of the work done by people like Judy Gentile. She was a true leader and had a vision that changed Michigan State University. While the Civil Rights Act passed in 1964, it would take until 1972 for the Rehabilitation Act to become law. 
That was the first time that people with physical and mental disabilities could no longer be fired from a job or told they couldn't go to school just because of their handicap. Judy was ahead of this with the work she did at Michigan State University, including founding the MSU Resource Center for Persons with Disabilities in 1971, creating programs that help students with disabilities financially, and in 1973, becoming the first director of the Office of Programs for Handicapped Students. In 1975, a law called the Education for All Handicapped Children Act made sure that everyone could get an education, even those who move through the world in a different way. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.